Hello, hello everyone! Welcome to or back to a little bit of all. My name is Catalina and every week I bring to you my opinion on a range of different concepts. Let's begin today's episode. Hello everyone! Welcome back to this week's episode. This episode probably attracted you from the title and as it should. I'm very glad that it did. And like I start these episodes, I don't know, I don't think I did, I don't think I started my last episode this way, but the one before that I did, I think in the, in the last one I forgot. But just a very quick life update. Um, Oh, okay, no. One, my nail broke. I had to take it off alongside the gel with it. Not very cute. I, yeah, my finger was in pain. Um... And I can't get my nails done this weekend. <laughs> I have to wait till next moment because until next weekend because the woman isn't there. And I have only ever had that same woman and I don't trust anyone else. And I, like I said before, I'm getting into running. At school, every other week I run a mile, though now it started to be a mile and a half, which it doesn't feel like it because as I run and I've been pointed out on it, a little criticized, but not really that I listen to podcasts when running. And I do it because I run with a rhythm, like like runners do. And I just get so into the song that I start breathing the beat of the song, but that's not the rhythm that I run to, and so everything just starts hurting because I'm not breathing correctly. And so I listen to podcasts because I just go visualizing it, and I'll just be running, and poof, suddenly I'm on lap eight which helps because I'll be like on lap eight and I've been running for like five minutes. So it's good. I'm not really thinking about it. But away from school, I wanted to, I wanted to start running. And I ran once with the same shoes that I run with at school. And that was a really bad experience. I ran on the same land, which is the road. Um, And it wasn't good. And it made me realize that at school, it wasn't good either. So that was a good thumbs up, but I'm getting into running, into just running, and I've been doing a lot of research on different shoes, because I have to go see a podiatrist, so I need to go see the podiatrist before I, I think think it's the podiatrist, the podiatrist, the feet doctor, and I need to go see him, and I need to go see them to then buy my shoes, but I don't know though, because I see that Nike Pegasus is good, but then I see hookah that's good I think it's hookah but then I see Brooks and then and then this other thing doesn't have Nike but it has Brooks so I'm just confused on what it is on the other one has Asics it's a big it's a lot of information but my PE teacher does have Brooks so I'll just go with that go with that faith um very exciting news I cut my hair today literally three hours ago I'm filming this on Friday yeah a little behind schedule, but it's fine. Um, yeah, I cut my hair and it's very short. I'm a brunette, so close your eyes and imagine this. A brunette, Princess Diana, right there. That really is it. <laughs> it it is shorter than what I wanted, but like it's fine because I needed to know what I looked like at this length. Super short. I never have to pick up my hair in PE class ever again. She'll say, 
Guys, remember to pick up your hair. Not for me. And for quite some time. So yeah, I walked into the hairdresser. And I saw... I walked into the hair salon. And I saw the hairdresser right there. And I knew. In my heart. That he knew what he was doing. Never in my life have I seen hair that pretty. Except from Lucius Malfoy's wig. That's it. I'm literally comparing this guy to Lucius Malfoy's hair. You know it's good if I'm comparing it to his. So yeah, that's it for this week. Oh, and this week I also finished Ugly Love. I read it in three days. You should read it. And I'm now reading The Perks of Being a Wallflower. I'm about 70% through. The thing with Ugly Love is just it's sappy literature. And I had been in a reading slump, so I needed something fast. The same thing with Perks of Being a Wallflower. It's been two days and I'm already 70% through. And it's a short book anyways, but still. So yeah, that's the end of the little update. So what this week's episode is about is soulmates. The much so spoken about mates of our soul. There's quite a lot to tackle with soulmates. So I'll see, I hope that I can, I hope that I can speak about all of it. So soulmates, first off, do I think they exist? That's a tough one. (laughs) because I don't know if the universe has that level of control yet. I'd like to think so. I think... I think soulmates can exist, but you'll never know that they're your soulmate. Because the thing is, if you know someone... If you think somebody's your soulmate, I think just the beauty of the relationship leaves because you have such high standards for it because they're your soulmate that you think everything with them is just so beautiful and it's just going to be your soulmate and it's going to be you and them and you're going to love each other till the end of time. No. It just became sappy. The standards just rose higher than Mount Everest. You're going to think everything's going to be beautiful and then when you have a tough time with your soulmate, you're going to think it's the end of the world and then in fact, they're not your soulmate. No. No. I think that you will meet your soulmate, but you just won't know. You'll just think, I have a great connection. Maybe when you're older and you grow old together, maybe then you realize that they probably are your soulmate. So that's the basic, are there soulmates? Now, many believe that soulmates don't necessarily have to be a lover. They, you don't have to marry them. You, it doesn't have to be a romantic thing. It can be your best friend, like a platonic type of relationship. And I think that can be true, but that doesn't make the relationship with the person you are romantic with any less. You still have that same amount of friendship. Now, with the the person you love, now it's going to be much more intimate, much more intimate. But it shouldn't take away from the relationship with your friend. Well, with your soulmate, better said. Because the thing is, you won't know they're, so, they're your soulmate. You'll just know that you get along better with them. But at the same time, you need to be getting just as well along with the person you love. So in a sense, you'll never know if your soulmate is your best friend. Unless you just never get married and find somebody that you truly love. Because clearly you're not finding a soulmate in somebody romantically. But you're finding it in friends. And so you're meant to be with friends. And so friends are your soulmates. Now, now that I said that, I said soulmates. That brings up another question. Are there, is there a soulmate or are there soulmates? 
I choose to believe there is one soulmate. One. Can there be a twin flame, like my teacher said? Yes, there can be a twin flame. But I think there is only one twin flame and one soulmate. So your husband and your best friend are not your soulmates. One of them is your soulmate. One of them is your twin flame. I am more inclined to think that your husband, your spouse, will be your soulmate before thinking your best friend is your soulmate. But that's just me. I think soulmates are a more romantic thing. But if you aren't finding anyone romantic, that doesn't mean you'll never find your soulmate. You're the exception, in a way. But not to, not in a way to like make you feel bad that you're not going to find love. No, just your soulmate comes platonically, not romantically. And so, in that sense, your soulmate isn't your twin flame. Another friend that you have is your twin flame. Or someone you get really close to loving is your twin flame. But if you're in a relationship with a spouse... Your spouse, I think, would be your soulmate while your friend, your best friend is your twin flame. Divorce can come into picture. But if they are your soulmate, I don't think divorce can even happen. At all. If you think you're soulmates and you get a divorce, you are wrong. You are not soulmates. No. A soulmate is... Once you find your soulmate, I think it's just impossible to like get out of it. There you... They are your soul's mate. How are you going to separate that? Only if you weren't soulmates would you be able to separate that. But at the, and that's why, like, with your twin flame, that's why you're able to separate from your twin flame. Of course, it's difficult for you to separate from your twin flame. They are your twin flame. But you technically can. You technically can just move away, stop talking to them, boom. Done. I haven't had any of these two experiences. I haven't found my soulmate, or at least I don't think so. And I haven't found my twin flame. I found my sister flames. You can have sister flames, definitely. If that's even a thing. But finding my twin flame and finding my soulmate has not been experienced for me yet. And this really brings a lot into my into my mind because I believe in reincarnation, right? But the thing is, each soul is meant for a different period of time. Benjamin Franklin was clearly meant to be in that age, and he invented electricity. Bam. That was his prime time. Barack Obama's time was now, and now he is president. Bam. But what if your soulmate's prime time is not the same as yours? What if your prime time is from 2000 to 2050? But then their prime time is 2040 to 2090. When you're 50, they're going to be 10. For the majority majority of your life, you're going to be with somebody that you think is your soulmate but isn't. Instead, they're just your twin flame. But you're not going to know it. Because you haven't met your soulmate. Why? Because they're not even born. And so... I... Th- and so... It's a bit complicated because I think that you could just go your entire life never meeting your soulmate. You can just find somebody that's your twin flame. Romantically. I think your soulmate is romantically flat out. Um, I don't really think... I think your soulmate is romantically, but there are the few people that it's their best friend. 
So for the people that it is romantic me, they can go all their life never meeting your soulmate. For what I explained, that they just never meet him. Because at the time that you're 30, they are, let's say, five years old. Are are you going to be 50 to marry them? No. You're probably going to already be married by the time that you're 30 or planning on it. So I don't think you're going to be flirting with a five-year-old. That's not how it's going to work. So I like... I'd, I'd really like to think that if you were soulmates, you'd be you'd be existing at the same time. But I think that even though you're soulmates, you're still two different souls. You're two souls that are able to coexist better than any other pair. But you're still able. But you're still an independent soul meant for a certain time. And so... With the thing of being meant for different times, that brings in the fact of opposites attract. Because if you're meant for different times, you're two different people. And so opposites attract because you're attracted, thus you're soulmates. That's what I'm saying. But that's, I think, when it's just very different personalities and that's when there's like a big age gap. But people that aren't very different in age, I think they can be soulmates. But they're just the exception to opposites attract. Because I believe opposites attract, period. At my school, there is a couple. And they are opposites. One is very quiet and reserved. The other one just talks until their tongue falls off. Opposites attract. My parents, opposites attract. Me with people I'm friends with, opposites attract. But my sister flames, similar. Let me, let me clarify what I'm saying. I believe soulmates are romantic because i think everybody is capable of love not everybody is Voldemort and can't isn't capable of love no everybody is harry potter and they are all capable of love so i think that they are able to find their soulmate romantically there are some people that just die without finding love that's because they didn't find their soulmate are they incapable of love absolutely not no it's just that they were better off and we're able to find their twin flame before their soulmate. They die thinking their best friend, their twin flame, is their soulmate. I think they're wrong. But the point is, I think your soulmate is more roma- is romantic before platonic. I think your twin flame is more platonic before romantic. I believe opposites attract, thus giving way to age gaps. But with soulmates, I think that you can either be destined for the same time, for the same time period, and that's why you're very similar, but I think opposites attract. I believe opposites attract, and so people, that's why couples are very different in age. Even though the age difference isn't a lot, it's still enough, I think, and so that difference gives way to the fact of that they were meant for a different time period. But that doesn't necessarily mean that because you are soulmates, you are meant to be on the same time. Because, like I said, you're still two different people. The world isn't ready for everyone at the same time. Even though two people are going to be similar to a certain level, how they're opposites, like I said. They don't have to be opposites, but I think they are. I think with you and your twin flame, you're opposite. Me with my sister flames, we're opposites.
it's just how it's gonna be. And yeah, that's what I think for now. And I don't think that soulmates exist. I think a soulmate exists. I don't think you can have more than one soulmate. And I don't think you can have one more, more than one twin flame. And will you ever know that you met them? No. You'll just know that you have a really good connection with them. That's what I think about them. And I think you'll just know that there's a good connection because there's a, like a sharing an energy. And that's already a sixth sense. So unless you don't feel that energy, it's not that you don't know how to use your sixth sense. Oh, the energy isn't there. So you'll just feel really connected with the person. That's it. There are theories saying that soulmates are created because when they were designed, like according to Greek mythology, I mean, um, that when they were designed, they were designed in pairs. Um, that's one religion. Not gonna deny it. Go ahead. But I'm more about, like, the astronomy aspect about it. So, if anything, it wasn't that, like, the god created them in pairs, but that at some point, the universe made two stars similar. And so they are soulmates. Super sappy, isn't it? But something along those lines. Something to do with astronomy. Something, something has to be there and something with the energy involved. Everything's about energy. Everything. I think... If you start telling yourself, I am a magnet, I attract this, attract this, attract this, you are giving off a certain level of energy. And so it's going to happen. I said what I said. But I did read in a book, and this is off topic, that, and it's from the book, The Subtle Act of Not Giving an F, it's that, like, affirmations only remind you of what you don't have. So if you say, in relation to like soulmates i'm going to find my soulmate it's only because you don't have them if you say i am happy i am beautiful it's because you don't think you're happy and you don't think you're beautiful i will attract money it's because you don't have any money a happy person doesn't have to be reconfirming to themselves that they are happy somebody that is in love doesn't have to be reconfirming to themselves that they are going to find their soulmate a person with money doesn't ask themselves doesn't tell themselves that they're going to attract money they already have it. And so with the soulmate, they're not going to be think. So with the soulmate or with the twin flame, they're not going to be thinking, I'm going to find my twin flame. No. There's just a certain sixth sense, a certain flame, a certain energy that tells you that you already found it. So you're not going to ask yourself that. You're not going to tell yourself that you're going to attract your soulmate or your twin flame. You just know. So that's why it's all about energy. And back to the thing that I had said about it being meant for two different time periods. For the people that are meant to be in two different time frames, but they're meant for each other. It's not that I feel bad for them, but like you could have gone the rest, of, you could have gone your life not having to ask yourself or tell yourself if you're going to find and you are going to find your soulmate because you would have already just concluded that because you're with them. So with the person that you are with, you just think, oh my God, what if we separate? That's a doubt. With your soulmate, I don't think that's a doubt ever. So like with the people with the different time frames, I feel a little bad because they live in constant doubt because now there are people that are 60 dating a 20 year old maybe they are soulmates and that's where the big age gap goes because they were certainly meant for two different times i think madonna's like that doesn't madonna have like 20 year old boyfriends boyfriends <laughs> um so 
definitely they were meant for different time frames, but only because they are opposites and a big age difference and they were in two different time frames does not mean they are soulmates. It just contributes to the fact that they are two different souls and that they are meant for each other, but mean different things for the world. That's my opinion on soulmates. With twin flames, with twin flames, I think that's just something about finding the person. I don't think that's something astrological. Well, you know what? I think it can be. Like currently on on TikTok, there's that trend of like seeing my my best friend's moon phase when they were born and when I was born, and if it's like. And if they complete each other, it works. Um, whatever tickles your pickle. Guess, get it, I guess. That works too. But that works too in the sense that, like, if that's... That can be your reason that you are twin flames. But, again, I think that has... It can be with astronomy. Something can be going along there. Because for there's a reason that certain signs get along better than others. So I think there's something there, but that's just the signs and they only get along. It's not that they're super infatuated with each other. Exactly. So that's why they only get along because they are the same star. They're sister stars or brother stars, whatever you want. And so it's just different in how they are shown in the universe. And that's my opinion on twin, on twin flames or sister flames. With sister flames, I think that's just good friends. I still need to form an opinion on that if it has anything to do with astronomy. And yeah, that's it for this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it made you think a little. That's always my goal, that it makes you think. As you know, just follow the Instagram at a little bit of dot all. I must admit, I don't post much there, but when I post, it's good. So definitely go follow over there. Feel free to follow this podcast if you enjoyed it. I'd be more than grateful for you. And leave a rating. Spotify started with ratings, so knock yourself out. And yeah, that's all I have to say. Follow the Instagram. I hope this episode made you think. I hope I bring you back to the next one. And see you all next week.